Welcome to Real Food, Real Conversations with Sophia DeSantis, where we focus on finding our happy balance between salad and fries. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Real Food, Real Conversations podcast with me, Sophia DeSantis. I am so happy that you are here. And this is episode 20, where we are going to talk all about food allergy anxiety. Um, And we're going to talk a little bit about allergies, but mostly about just the general idea of having to remove a certain group of foods from your diet and how that's affected me. Um, As you guys know, if you know my brand, if you know my business, I really relish and strive in the fact that I avoid extremes. Um, I don't do well with extremes. I, when I first started this realm of plant-based eating, um, I realized very, very quickly that putting myself in a box of black and white, all or nothing, was not good for me. It wasn't good for my mental health. I had a really hard time with it. And so we've really evolved into being more plant-forward, mostly plant-based, balanced plant-based is how I like to call it, so that we can balance out our mental health along with our physical health. And I really, really, really believe that overall health is an equilibrium of both of those things. I think that if your mental health is off, your physical health will definitely be affected. And I have learned I have actual physical ailments when my mental health is not in a good place. And also, on the other flip side, is that if your physical health is off, you possibly can't be functioning and feeling good, and that does affect your mental health as well. So let's flash back, or or flash forward, whatever it is, but we're actually going to go back, um, not forward, at... I think it was, gosh, maybe February, January, something like that, when I started meeting with my functional medicine doctor, um, and she mentioned that I was testing as having some gluten issues that were coming up. And she asked me to remove gluten from my diet for about a month. I didn't test for celiac. I didn't do the test for celiac, um, mostly because, I don't know, she didn't ask me to do it. And to test for celiac, you have to gluten load, so... If I had an issue with gluten, I really just don't want to do that. But regardless, it doesn't really matter because um, she just said, let's remove it from your diet. Let's see what happens. And the difference of taking it out of my diet was insane. Like black and white, 100% different. I felt so much better. My ailments that I had major issues with were um, diminishing and The reason I jumped into doing this is because she said, let's just do it for 30 days. And she knew me. I kind of had told her my issues with anxiety and and how having to be 100% in a box of anything really just wreaks havoc on my mental health. So she kind of tread, she she did tread lightly on this one. Um, So I knew I I didn't have an issue doing it for 30 days because I knew there was an endpoint. I knew that it was something that like is an endpoint. And that's for me is the issue is if I have an endpoint, I can pretty much do anything. But when it's like a forever thing, I'm, it kind of freaks me out. So I took it out of my diet for 30 days and I felt amazing. And once I realized that this was the situation, uh, I definitely started getting that, you know, pitter patter of anxiety, you know, creeping up. 
And I thought to myself, oh my God, I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to avoid gluten and not eat it because I feel so much better without it. And, you know, it was just this, when you have digestive digestive issues, and with gluten for me, it's starting to be more than just, it was starting to be more than just digestion. Um, You know how awful and how terrible you feel. And I knew that it was going to be worth it. And I knew that I just had to pick up pick myself up, put on my big girl pants and just do it. So, um, that's, I started flipping out my products. You know, my family is not gluten-free. You know, we've, we always kind of ate, um, gluten-free pasta because my husband, you know, definitely feels better if he doesn't eat a ton of it. So that was like something we did do. You know, we ate a lot of quinoa and rice and stuff. Um, but when we went out, you know, to Italian, I mean, I would just have like legit regular pasta. Um, I didn't worry about it. And, um, there was little things like at home that we ate that weren't gluten-free. Like I love these certain tortillas and they're not gluten-free. They're whole grain. We were more whole grain, I guess, than gluten-free. You can say, um, the bread I ate wasn't gluten-free. It was whole grain. Um, things like that. So I started sampling gluten-free breads cause that was my big thing. I need to find a bread. I need to find tortilla. Started sampling some gluten-free breads, you know, so I can find some that worked for me and that I liked. Um, the bread that, you know, my first one that I actually found I thought was pretty decent um, was, um, I can't think of it, something bakery, I forget now, um, Canyon House. But it is not vegan, it has eggs in it, but this is where my balance and needing to balance my mental health with my physical health kind of came in, and I didn't really worry about the fact that it had eggs in it because I w- had to put gluten above anything else because that was important for my health. And when we took out animal products, that was what we did for my husband's health. And while I definitely still feel best eating mostly plant-based, I personally can include some animal products and be fine. I feel totally okay with that. Um, My body can handle some. So, you know, the bread with eggs is not an issue for me. Um, The one thing that I did need to find, and I still, you know, I have found some options that I really like, um, but I definitely think there there really is a need for this is tortillas. And I don't mean like the small tortillas. I mean like the large burrito sized tortillas. That is the issue is, you know, I love the Siete brand, cassava. They're great, but they're not burrito size. They make itty bitty tiny burritos. Um, there's this one brand, Marian Ricardo's that I found that is normal size. And I love them, but they're, you know, very difficult for me to find around here. I can't find them very often. So when I do, I buy a ton. But that is like a need is some good gluten-free like burrito-sized tortillas. But I'd say in general, I was doing okay. When it comes to baked goods, I'm not that worried because with my, you know, my website, um, I have a ton of baked goods that are gluten-free. Everything I bake is gluten-free. It really always has been. Um just because we decided to, you know, eat some gluten-free stuff. And when I started baking, I always loved using naturally gluten-free flours like almond flour and oat flour. Um, so I didn't really, uh, I didn't really do a lot with, um, flours with gluten anyway. So with the baked goods, I don't feel like I'm missing anything because I make so much stuff at home that I love. So it's not an issue. Um, but the idea of having to worry about it really sent me into a tailspin. I definitely had a hard time with it. Um, What's interesting though, is as I started taking it out of my diet, I don't know what it was. I think it's my body's just natural um, knowledge that I don't need it and can't have it. I stopped 
craving the things that I thought I was going to miss. I stopped craving the um, like bread at a that you get at an Italian restaurant. That I I mean I loved that stuff. I honestly don't crave it anymore. It's weird. Um, a big bowl of fresh pasta. I get that gluten free at home. In fact, we just tried this like pasta that's gluten free um, from Whole Foods. I can't remember the brand, but it's in the fresh pasta section. Last night is a fettuccine. It was beyond incredible. It did have eggs in it again. So that's where I have to like find some balance for myself to eat the things that I want that um, and avoid the things that I have to avoid. So, I mean, it was incredible. It was something that like I definitely will buy again because it, it solves that craving. But I don't crave it a ton anymore, to be honest. Like I don't crave going out and getting in a giant bowl of pasta from a restaurant. I, I really don't have an issue with it. So some of that anxiety was lifted because my body stopped craving certain things. But more so the issues I had is that, you know, I am thinking about all the things I love to do and how I am going to navigate that now. And I'm lucky in the in the sense that, I mean, I don't think I have celiac. I don't know for sure. I mean, maybe I do. I don't know if I'll, <laughs> I'll test anytime soon because as I said, I don't want to have to gluten load because I feel so crappy eating gluten that I... I really don't want to have to do that in order to get tested. Um, And I don't really know, to be honest, if it really will matter if I know or not. I mean, I guess there's probably some reasons why I maybe should know, maybe um, for future grandchildren or whatnot. I don't know. Um, But at this point, I think I'm fine, like, not getting tested. And that's good because people, you know, that have extreme allergies of things, it's like a whole nother level. I can't imagine how hard it is for them because when it's a life-threatening allergy, especially, Doing all the things that I'm worried about doing is even a step further for them. And um, so I do find myself lucky for that. But, you know, I was, like, concerned about, like, going out. That was, like, a big thing for me. I love to go out. And while, like, I'm not super anal, like, at home, like, I don't I don't worry about, like, if my gluten-free bread, you know, was on the cutting board next to my son's bread with gluten. I, I don't. I don't worry about that too much. I do wipe off the counter. Um, but, you know, like people will see, like, they can't even use the same pan. They can't even use the same counter. So I don't know. I still have some issues. So maybe I am and maybe I need to start being more vigilant. But just thinking of having to go out and constantly worry about gluten and going to friends' houses, like, I hate to be that person. And I know I don't need, I shouldn't worry about it because it is an actual issue. It's it's just not, it's not me just being high maintenance, but it's hard. It's hard to think about that. It Having to remove like a whole food group from your diet definitely can affect your mental health. And it's more like I have anxiety to begin with. And so it definitely triggers it. But even people that don't, it can actually bring an anxiety-related response, um, especially if you have extreme, you know, issues. Um, So I wouldn't say that, like, food allergies cause anxiety in the sense that, like, if you've never had it before, you're going to have this extreme anxiety in anything. But definitely having to be aware of something all the time can bring on anxiety, um, especially, like, in kids. You know, I'm thankful right now my kids don't seem to have any issues with gluten. But again, I don't think I developed this issue, really didn't see it until I was older and maybe you know, I, I've heard with celiac that, you know, sometimes it does take a long time to realize you can't eat something. I mean, I don't know. I'm just kind of learning about all this. But overall, you know, it is hard to think about that. 
I think about, you know, going to a restaurant. I had this experience when I went out um, a couple weeks ago. We actually did takeout from this place. I went to go visit a friend, and they have this amazing cheese sauce, and it comes with, a, uh, like, a giant pretzel. And, of course, I wasn't going to eat the pretzel because I knew, you know, that's bread, that's gluten, can't have it. But I was dipping my fries in the cheese sauce because um, it, it was delicious. And that was, you know, that's my balance right there. Um, and I, I didn't feel good. And I thought that that I wasn't feeling good. That was still the effects of um, a, <laughs> I actually had a hard seltzer um, the weekend before I left, which was like three days before this that had barley in it. And I didn't realize it was brewed with barley until after I drank it. So I thought that I was still having the effects of that. Well, what came to happen was that we went to eat at this place about five days later. And I, again, avoided the pretzel and I was dipping my fries in the cheese sauce. And I was, we had had it as an appetizer um, with some fries. And I was reading the, the menu at the restaurant and I saw, oh my God, this cheese sauce is made with beer. And it immediately hit me that no wonder I've been feeling so crappy the entire time I'm here. No wonder I've been feeling so bloated and heavy and distended. And it hit me right there. And I realized, okay, I've been doing this no gluten thing for like six to seven months, maybe eight months, um, with some breaks in between. Like I went on vacation to visit a good friend out east, and I didn't worry about it then, but I definitely paid for it. So all these experiences really kind of have made me realize that I think that I just need to be more vigilant if I'm going to get my body to a place that I'm feeling really, really, really good. Because in between, I feel amazing. When I am avoiding it, I feel amazing. When I'm taking care of myself, I feel amazing. In fact, things that are happening are things that my functional medicine doctor told me would happen is I've had, I had adult onset allergies. I was diagnosed when I was in my early 20s. And I have been through the gamut. I used to take um, pills. I used to do nose sprays, have an inhaler. And then I started doing allergy shots. And that, you know, definitely helped. And I went down to just having a nose spray. Um, And I've had this nose spray for freaking gosh, I mean, forever. I used to do two sprays every morning and two sprays every night. And ever since I've cut gluten, (laughs) and when I have my little vacations where I decide I'm going to pretend I'm not gluten issue. I don't have gluten issues. Um, aside from that, I was, have been able to cut down my nose spray to once every other day. It's insane. You guys, the inflammation gluten was causing, was giving me like was inflaming all my like mucous membranes, which is, you know what it does. And my allergies are like so much better. It's amazing. I'm shocked. And it's, it's just awesome to see how we're finding the root causes of some of my issues, which makes me so happy. Um, but it's also hard at the same time. It's really hard. So, you know, those of you out there that are thinking about um, you can't have one thing or another, it, it sucks, but it's it's doable, especially in today's day and age when there's so many options for so many different things. Um, and remember that if you don't have a gluten issue, actually removing gluten from the what I've seen and what doctors have told me is actually not that great for you because all of our bodies are different and gluten's not necessarily a bad thing. It's a bad thing when you can't have it. It's just like somebody that has a peanut allergy. You know, peanuts aren't bad for people, but they are bad if you have an allergy to them. Um, so it, being gluten-free is not necessarily healthier. 
I don't, I want to make sure people don't confuse that because I feel like sometimes people see the gluten-free and they automatically attach this healthy word to it. And that's a hundred percent something that's been caused by food um, culture in the media and advertising and whatnot. I truly have a gluten issue. I figured it out. A doctor has told me I've had a gluten issue. This is a medical thing. This isn't something I do because I want to feel fancier because I think I'm being healthier. Um, I think, I mean, whole grains are extremely important to have part of your, you know, balanced diet. They're really good for fiber and digestion and all this stuff. And I still do whole grains. I don't necessarily just buy gluten stuff that, or gluten-free stuff that is filled with fillers. And that's one thing you have to remember. I try really hard to use whole grains, just gluten-free whole grains. So when I do my baking, I'm using oat flour, I'm using brown rice flour, I'm using um, almond flour, and I'm not against other, like, you know, white rice and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I eat that in moderation um, as well, but I I really just feel better when I eat whole grains. Um, They have more nutrition in them, and gluten-free does not mean grain-free. If you want to know the difference, I I do have a um, a little one-page guide that you can download in the show notes but that talks about the difference between glutens and grains and um, what grain-free and gluten-free means. And some people do have an allergy to grain itself and can't do some gluten-free things like um, oats. Oats are naturally gluten-free, although you have to make sure they're labeled gluten-free because there's so much cross-contamination with oats and they're, you know, they're grown with other things that do have gluten that there's, um, you have to make sure they're labeled gluten-free, but naturally in and of itself, they are um, gluten-free, but they're a grain. Um, Same with rice, you know, so um, you have to make sure that there, you know, the difference between those two because glutens and grains. Um, g- some grains do have gluten. Uh, don't some grains don't have gluten, but they're still grains. Sorry, I'm tongue tied. But here are some tips um, that I here are some things that I do in order to help with this anxiety issue I have when it comes to um, having to be gluten free because it's real. It's nothing to be ashamed about. Um, I have learned to tame it. Um, other than the general stuff with anxiety that's really important, like, you know, meditation and I, yoga is so important to me um, with helping calm my anxiety, things like that. Here's some things I do before I um, do all the things that I love, like going out. I definitely, number one, is I make sure I fill my house with things that I can eat. I've started having a separate area in the cupboards for my gluten-free stuff, um, not only because I want to make sure that I always have something available uh, for me to eat and that if I'm having you know a sandwich I don't go and not have any of my my bread but also because they're more expensive oh my god you guys it's ridiculous um, but I don't have a choice so I splurge and I get the good stuff because I really enjoy food and it's worth it to me so making sure that you have your own stuff and you have a special place I we keep our uh, breads in the freezer tortillas and stuff. And so I have one part of the freezer drawer that's for my stuff and one one part that's for the um, gluten stuff. And so the kids know what's mine and what's theirs. Another thing I do is I love going out with my friends. I love going to dinner parties. I love going to their homes. And so I have started asking them um, what they were serving because I don't want to be the annoying person, but they all know I have an issue. And I, I more put it to the point of, you know, don't worry about me. I don't have to worry about anything about me at all. I just want to know so I know if I if I should eat before I come. That's it. It's as simple as that. You know, like you can't expect people to cater to you. Um, I, most of my friends will have something that I can eat just because they're amazing. But 
I don't expect people to, and I honestly don't really care. I don't mind eating before I go somewhere. If it's like a party, you can always offer to bring something so you know that there's one thing that you can eat, which is um, which is great. It, it could help them. And But sometimes, you know, they just want to do stuff themselves, and that's totally fine. But when in doubt, eat before you go. I mean, I have things that I go to that I'm not comfortable asking what is being served just because it's not somebody I know really well or... Um, it's like a friend of a friend or something. So I just like sometimes I'll just eat before I go. I'll eat a, so if I want to risk it, like I'll eat a little bit just so I'm like, you know, satiated and I, I'm not super hungry. Um, and then if I go and there's nothing there, I don't know, I do a pit stop on the way home and grab, grab something yummy and fast or I have something ready at home that I know I can come home and, you know, and eat if I wanted to. Um, you could always, like if you're going to dinner or something and you're, you don't know the restaurant, if no one's ever, you know, told you or something and you're in doubt if you don't want to eat everything before you go because you don't want to be super full. You know, let's be right, ladies. Putting on our cute little dress. Sometimes we need to make sure we feel like, you know, light and airy versus like full and heavy. So you can always bring some snacks with you in your cute little purse. I've done that before. There's like bars and, you know, things like that definitely like satiate me, like nuts and stuff like that, that I can always bring with me if I needed a little something to keep me going. Um, The other thing you can do is when you go out, asked to see the gluten-free menu. I'm learning that the hard way. I am going to start doing that from now on (laughs) so I don't have another issue. But sometimes, you know, if they don't have a gluten-free menu, in today's world, like so many places do, but if they don't, just make sure you know what has gluten or, I'm speaking to, assuming everyone has gluten, but whatever it is that you can't eat, have, you know, an idea. With gluten, it's hard because a lot of people don't have knowledge as to what has gluten and what doesn't. But if it's like a nut, like if you can't eat almonds or whatever, that's an easy one. You could say like, hey, I'm allergic to almonds or, you know, I have an issue with almonds. You know, can you tell me if this has almonds in it? That's like super easy. With gluten, you kind of need to be more knowledgeable and it's easier to ask like what is in it versus saying that, oh, I just can't have gluten. Because there's things that where gluten is hidden, like um, soy sauce has gluten, whereas tamari doesn't. So if you're going somewhere Asian, a lot of the times they have soy sauce and things. But a lot of the times they also have tamari, and you can ask them to make it with that. So it really just depends on um, where you're going. But a lot of places have a gluten-free menu. So just make sure, though, that like you don't make my mistake. Um, for example, this whole cheese sauce thing, cheese doesn't have gluten. <laughs> Most cheese doesn't. But the cheese sauce was made with beer. And so, I mean, of course now it makes sense and I think about it. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. It's like pretzel and beer cheese. I get it. But but when, in the moment, like I wasn't even thinking about it. It just didn't cross my mind. So I don't know. It's one of those things that you got to have to think about and make sure you're vigilant about. And, you know, ultimately if it's not a life-threatening issue and it's just an uncomfortable issue, you're just going to learn like I did. You're going to have enough experiences where you're finally just going to be like, all right, I need to buckle down and do this right. Um, And then the last thing that I do, which is kind of my own little thing, is I splurge on myself on things that I can eat that I love to eat that might be super expensive. And I know this is crazy, but for example, like there's, you know, it could be like a cookie or an ice cream bar or something like an uh, ice cream sandwich. Um, They have, you know, top end things in those fancy stores like Whole Foods that the price is ridiculous and you're like I can never spend that much money however when you have to avoid a certain group of foods not saying to buy it every day because that would get expensive but once in a while I bust out and I splurge on it because it's so important to for your mental health too to show yourself that you can still enjoy things like you are not 
you don't have to completely avoid all the yummy things that you love. So that's my little treat for myself. It's kind of like, you know, giving yourself a mani or a pedi or, you know, splurging on something nice to wear. It's, I like to splurge on my food. I know that's crazy, but I'm big on food. I'm big on eating and I don't believe in um, having to deprive yourself. So those are my tips to keep your mental health in a happy state and make sure that overall you're happy with food and it's not something that's going to bring you um, stress and anxiety because that is not what food was meant to do. So I really appreciate you all. Thank you so much for listening and being part of this. Please make sure to rate and review if you love what you're hearing. Um, I'm so appreciative. All the ratings and reviews help me so much. And make sure to tune in next time because I'm going to talk a little bit about how to feed a family that has different dietary needs. So if you're having like a meat eater, a gluten-free person, a dairy-free person, um, someone that's 100% vegan, whatever it is, we do not have to make a million meals each night. We are not a restaurant. So I'm going to talk about uh, my one little trick and something I use to do that with ease. Thanks so much for listening, everyone.